0: What's up, everybody? Nay Sarantino here, back with another episode of the Guided Spirits podcast, and today I have a uh, special guest with me. His name is Jordan Wilson. Jordan, say hi to everyone. What's up, everyone? So, a little background from how I met Jordan. Uh, I met him from my dad's best friend. it was his grandson in... uh, me and Jordan met back when I was just a young teenager, maybe even before I was a teenager. It was way
1: before that. Yeah, it was
0: like I—I I mean, you were like single digits. I was also like I—I'm th- only two years older than you, and like yeah, and it's like I it, think we've—I th- think like the
1: first picture I have like seen of us is when you were like eight. So yeah. I, I was like six, and that's when yeah,
0: I don't yeah. Know. So we, we, we've known each other for a while. I'm 21 now, and you're 18. So. 18. Yeah, so. I'm three years older, but it doesn't really matter that much. Anyways, um, Jordan is, uh, he's also from uh, Pelham, um, the hometown, and we, uh, we've we just known each other forever, and uh, he was the person who designed the cover art for the podcast, the, uh, I want to call it, like, the spirit, or, like, that, like, that I, yeah, it's, like, a spirit of, like, the person. I think it'd be, like, a kindred, something like that. Yeah, it, uh, I really, um, I don't know, I love the logo he designed, and it's just, like, you have, like, this, like, this woman, and she's, like, I, I almost, she's almost, like, casting a spell, and, um, you know, guided spirits, and it, uh, it was great. Um, he came up with that logo back, uh, in, I think that was, like, November last year. Uh, I think it was, yeah, around there. It was, like, December. I, I... It was about a year ago. yeah, it was around in 2022, 2023-ish. Anyways, um, yeah, he, uh, he has his own YouTube channel, um, if you want to check him out, it's, uh, Mind Tricks, Mind, M-I-N-D, Tricks, T-R-I-X-X. He posts videos and does live streams, um, for games. Uh, some are around Geometry Dash, and then what any other games you uh, play? mainly oh, only GD. <laughs> nice. Well, recently, there you go. anyway. If you uh, if you guys want to check them out, please uh, please do. And um, with that, we're uh, we're just gonna talk about like family life, what work life has been like, school. What we do, and then kind of uh, going into like creation and like what it means to be like a creator. I like the idea of uh, being a creator first. Um, so let's uh, let's go down this avenue. Um, so for me personally, I like I've I've been adjusting my beliefs a lot lately, and I've come to terms with the fact that at a certain vibration, like a frequency, you are you become like a creator of the universe. Where like you know how like they say like God created everything like, yeah. the universe? Well like you the idea is like God is in every single atom of your body, is in every atom of everything. Like consciousness stems from the electrons and it goes out from there in everything. Mm-hmm. Well you as a being when you're in your creative state you're at like a uh or you're in your creator state you're at like this like oneness with god one with the universe that's the frequency of 963 hertz but this is where like when you're making your youtube videos and you're live streaming and you're like you're doing what you feel you were like put here to like create that is you operating at this like this level like it's a high level where people can like they can see that, like you really know what you're doing, and you're like you you have passion and like enthusiasm behind your movements and your words. Um, what do you feel is your inspiration for wanting to be a creator?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it mainly is just like uh, looking. Like growing up, I've always watched. I've been more towards like the YouTube side rather than like the Netflix or like shows. And I've always enjoyed the like the creativeness and the like. It it seems like every uh, video that w- gets put on YouTube is always has its own feel to it and it's always different. Rather than with like Netflix and stuff, it always feels like it's always scripted. And I just like the free flow of it Me and that kind ka- that ka- like with videos and live streams. You can do whatever you want, just however. You have full control of how it comes out in the end product, and obviously it takes some practice with editing, but once you learn how to do everything, you can do pretty much whatever you want, you just have full creative freedom. I okay. feel
0: that, because I used to watch a lot of, um, I, I don't know if you ever watched like, Call of Duty Zombies YouTubers? Uh, vi- a little bit, yeah. Um, the- I was a bit young. The people I was, uh, I was mainly watching were, like, the Smith plays Lexify, and then, like, uh, I watched a little Noah J456, and then, like, some Vanos stuff like that. And, like, I would, like, I would really love, like, how entertaining these guys were, and this is, like, I was probably, like, between the ages of, like, 10, 11 to, like, upwards to, like, 15, and like, really, like, yeah, around, like, 15, like, but, like, for, like, f- probably, like, 65 years, like, I really, like, loved, like, Call of Duty, and, like, I almost got into creating, like, videos myself, like, I, I loved that stuff, and, um, now, like, when I had, when I first came up with the idea for making a podcast last November, I, it, like, it sparked that creativity in me again, where, like, I was, like, yo, like, I want to like, I want to show people like what I have to say. Like, I, I can think about these ideas that other people don't. Uh, it sounds like other people don't always come up with their own thoughts or like they, they repeat what other people are saying. It's like a, a lot of regurgitation in today's society. Well, I really feel like the idea of being a creator of content, like, yeah, you can take inspiration from someone, but like, when you're like, when you're on a live stream and you're just talking to your audience, you, you that's like, it's the connection in the idea that you're entertaining mixed with like, oh, I get to create whatever it is that I want. Like, this is like, you're not only creating whatever you're posting, but this is you creating your life.
1: Yeah, man, exactly. Like, the best feeling is when people, like, you start to see your channel slightly grow more and more. And then, you, in like, in live streams, you'll go from having one viewer to occasionally having like 2 or 3 and then you'll have a few streams where you'll get more and then you'll be like oh like maybe you peak at 15 viewers you're like okay that's cool but the best feeling is when you stream again and then you immediately start with like 5 or 6 viewers and those people come back because they're entertained by what you are making and by what you are doing and it's just like it it's a sense of like uh not what's what's the word like a uh, com-
0: Fulfillment, like you yeah, without a doubt, for fulfillment.
1: Yeah, like you just feel like it's a like you did something good, and it's a like people are enjoying what you're making, and it's finally like coming to
0: be true. Yeah, that's uh, coming to fruition.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Like you try, uh, you're finally we're working on all this, and it's finally paying off. Really, with me on Twitch, like I'm just now at the point where I'm actually starting to make like not a lot of money, but like I've in the last month I've made like seventy bucks on Twitch just streaming playing games so it's like it's not not a ton but it's something like that's something something that like you know 14 year old me playing games and posting my first youtube video that's something that i wanted and this is just the start of all of that
0: literally like it was like it was a dream and then it became like the beginning of your reality and as you grow and develop more and more it's gonna like start getting better and better Um, by the way, everyone, if, uh, if you want, like, someone to, uh, hook you up with, uh, some kind of design, um, or, like, some graphic, like, he is the person, um... Do you have a way you would like them to reach out to you? Cause
1: I mean, the easiest way is just to go on one of my videos on YouTube or either just add me on a Discord or something. I don't know. What's your Discord? Uh, just mind Tricks, same as my YouTube, M-I-N-D-T-R-I-X-X, and then 8811 at the end. Just add me on that. Message me if you need anything. I can hook you up.
0: All right. I'll, uh, I'll link it in the description as well. Um, Yo, so when you, like... I know you've been through some family trouble, right? Like, do you, like, use, like, YouTube as, like, an escape? Uh, It
1: definitely helps being able to uh, just, like, be myself rather than having – like, it helps me be the good, uh, good side of me and be the happy, positive side rather than, you know, just, like, laying in bed scrolling through, like, TikTok or watching a YouTube video or something. And just all, like it helps me free my thoughts and just have an open mind about things.
0: Well, I've because uh, I've, I've heard this from many people in my life. And it's uh, when you're into like some of the worst times in your life and like you're really depressed or really down. One of the best things you can do to make yourself feel better is just like be really extra nice to the people around you. And because um, like what what you spread out will like come back to you.
1: No, oh, yeah, exactly. That's why um, I, if you look at anybody on Twitch, a lot of the smaller streamers, they always have a nice positive attitude because they're just, they're genuinely just, they're happy streaming because obviously like with the higher streamers, they get paid. Most of them, that's what their job is. They're doing that because they need to make money. So a lot of the time they're not doing it just out of like pure love for streaming and like just they don't want to do it, but they have to. Whereas, if you go to a channel that has two viewers, you know that they are streaming because they want to. Because they're not, most likely, they're not making any money off of it.
0: Damn, so, that's crazy. How, like, what level do you think it gets to that at? What, like, when do people start,
1: like, just not streaming for fun? and just Yeah, like... Like, I think once people... They're, I like, afraid to lose a following? I think um, somebody like Ninja right now is a great example. Because he has, he's actually said recently on a live stream. I remember I saw a clip of this going around that he, um, like, he doesn't want to stream sometimes, but he has to just because he knows that it's a, like, uh, I don't know how much you follow, but the Fortnite just did the OG thing where they brought back the OG map and everything. And Ninja said that by the end of that, he didn't want to stream, but he had to because he knew he was going to make so much money playing the OG game. And like as soon as one of the events ended, he dropped like two hundred viewers or two. He dropped from like five hundred thousand to two hundred thousand viewers, and then he just immediately ended stream because he was like, "Guys, there's like I don't, I'm not streaming for two hundred thousand people." Like he he was upset that half of his stream left because the event ended.
0: That's so crazy that he he ended it because and dude, I mean, imagine if you had two hundred thousand people watching you. Like imagine, all right, ready. This is what I see if i was on stage right and i had 200,000 people watching me yeah. <laughs> like speak and i said i'm 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 going to leave guys sorry i know i know you all really want to hear what i have to say but uh it's just like you know like uh, like half the people that's left like i don't care if you really want to see what i if you really care about what i have like it's just, you're not worth my time. No, yeah. If you truly saying. Yeah, either. if you truly care
1: about, like, what you're... Like, you can tell if a tr- streamer is truly caring about what they're doing because they won't, like... It doesn't matter how many viewers they get or how many donations. They just are there to play the games and entertain people. And as, like, a creator and a streamer, that's, like, seeing people interact and chat with each other and all of that and building, like, the community around it, that's what I'm there to do and stream. I'm not there for the money. I'm not there for just to, like, keep the following. I'm just trying to make sure everybody is having fun in my chat.
0: Right, dude. I'm never going to forget, like, the the live chats are, like, th- those are it. That's what really makes, like, a stream a stream. And even when, like, when I listen to... Lately, I've been on Billy Carson, and I've only managed to make it to one of his, his live streams, but... I, like, you, you see, like, even the people who are, like, who are live streaming just to be, like, teachers, they're not even trying to really, like, entertain, like, they're trying to teach you something, they, even they are, like, interacting with their audience, and, like, it's, like, if, but he wants to, and, like, he, he, he has all the money in the world, Like I mean not all the money he had, but like you get it, like he's he's financially well off and he's living out his his dream while like he does what he wants because he loves doing it. Like it's there's nothing more to it than that. And it makes me really upset when you said that. I didn't I I honestly didn't believe it until you gave me the example and I was like, Wow, like I actually see that. That's so crazy.
1: there's multiple people and streamers who like eventually like. There's some people who you know stream for nine, ten years, and then eventually like they just like the spark goes away and they just get bored, and or not necessarily bored, but like they just don't have the same passion for it as like they grew out of it. Which that's that that's exactly, different. Yeah. That's different than uh, some people. And, like, that's that's okay, because then that's similar to, like, a retirement type of thing, whereas yeah. there's other people who genuinely, they'll just, like, they don't want to stream that day just because they don't, like, they don't feel like it, and they're not getting, like, they didn't make enough money that stream, so they're stopping the stream there and stuff like that.
0: Damn, that's crazy. And, um, yo, do you know anything, uh, you, I don't know if you do, but, like, do you know anything about, like, how much people make on average when they stream? You know more about Um, this than me. I'm not really into it anymore.
1: I know it depends, like, how many followers and how many. It really just depends because Mm. there's some people. The main thing now on on Twitch is uh, subs, which that's monthly. So that'll just depend on when they subbed. I got you. And um, another thing is that, like, on YouTube is everybody has a different, uh, I think it's I think it's CPS is that, no, it's not CPS. It's something where um, it's like how much money you get per thousand views. Every channel is different based off like uh, multiple different statistics. I but you. I know like on one of the channels that I watch, there was they were averaging like tw- uh, seven or eight million views a video. They post once a week, and they were getting about uh, eighty thousand dollars off of that video.
0: Really, you know, somewhere the other day, I heard Mr. Beast is pulling in about a billion dollars a month.
1: Uh, it's just off of. No, it's not. It's not that much. No. Wow. He um, he probably makes about. I would, if I had to guess, I would like put a number on it. I'd probably he uploads about five to six videos a month, and each one probably makes about uh, one twenty to one fifty. I'd say. So probably like five or six hundred million a month.
0: Damn son, that's crazy. It's gnarly. Like he, he, he cracks. Uh, sorry, sorry,
1: fifty or sixty million a month. I meant it's, which still that's a lot of money.
0: I mean, dude, like, nah, there's no way he's definitely pulling in more.
1: Nah, because you th- think about it, he's like, YouTube. How much money does YouTube themselves have? You think YouTube's giving out a billion dollars a month? I mean... They're a big company, but they're not that big.
0: I don't know. I, I <laughs> guess, like... I guess that's the truth. Like, dude, I feel like Google's, like, fucking massive. Let's search it real quick. Yeah, you really should, because, like, I, I want to get down to the bottom of this. Because, dude, Mr. Beast, like, I, I've heard, like... I, I, I know, know that he
1: said that he doesn't make nearly as much uh, he on his videos as he would think.
0: Interesting. Yo, what do you let me going on this he, Mr. Beast track? He averages fifty four million a month. Fifty four million a month. Wow, you are just y- you are yeah, spot on.
1: Yeah, I, I said fi- f- like five or six or fifty to sixty. Oh, so.
0: yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, anyways, so going down this Mr. Beast track, like, what do you uh, what do you think of him like making videos about giving away money? Like, is is that like does that corrupt his intentions of, of giving away money? Or do you think um, it's okay to do that? What do you mean? Like so, the- like, you like you know you're going to get views by videotaping. You give stuff away. Like, imagine you walk up to a – this is, like – this goes into, like, stoicism. And, like, I, I think the first place I heard this was from Andrew Tate. And I, that's why I kind of brought it up because I, I, I think Andrew talks about a lot of uh, – a lot of things from a new perspective, and he brings me different lights of stuff, which is why it's cool when I get to listen to what he has to say. Yeah. So he he was saying, like, yo, like, the fact that Mr. Beast, like, goes up to people, especially in his, like, earlier videos, he would, like, go up to a homeless dude and be like, yo, like, here's $5,000, and he'd just, like, videotape it from, like, five different angles, and, like... You'd have, like, all these people around this homeless dude. And it's, like, imagine this homeless guy being, like, yo, like, yeah, I'm so grateful for the money. But, like, there's cameras everywhere. like Yeah. I, isn't that kind of, like, I, I think it's it's weird. It's, like, it changes the, the subject of it. Yeah,
1: no, I think with Mr. Beast specifically, it it's a little different now than it used to be. Because it, with his older videos, it was most, like, most of his videos were, like, for either charity or for, like, homeless people, stuff like that. Which he always has said that he's made videos, ba- like, he uh, makes videos with the intention of helping people rather than making money. And w- I believe that. Which I, even, I,
0: I do believe that. Even
1: with his new videos, he doesn't, he spends, like, about a third of what each video makes on the next video. So, like, his uh, – he did a Squid Game video a while ago, which the set cost him, like, $15 million or something like that. Like, the set alone, he would lo- he'd lost, like, $10 million on that video. And uh, he gave away a ton of money. That's not even including the money that he gave away, Damn. which I think he gave away – I think it was $4.56 million he gave away. So, it's – like, with his older videos, um, he definitely, like, he was helping people – but he also was probably making more than he was giving back then whereas now he definitely is like it's more off just like a generosity thing. Yeah
0: without a doubt and i do have to i do have to say like when you're early off in your career like it's gonna be tough because you're going to be thinking like you're like okay I, my whole goal at this my whole goal of doing youtube full time was to get paid for it So, you, like, you're gonna, you're gonna do what you gotta do to make sure you're getting paid for your job, right? You're not gonna just, like, let people walk all over you. So, I completely, excuse me, I completely understand why he did the things he did. And, like, it makes sense now that he's a little more financially stable.
1: That he gives more more
0: back. And that's, it seems like a great place to end that. However, uh, I have another thing I kind of want to talk to you about. Um... Well, let me let me bring it up this way. So I've can been. Add, can I
1: just add one more thing on that topic? Oh, quick? without a doubt, there's um there is one thing about Mr. Beast that a lot of people are like, oh, uh, like there's some things where there was he did one video where he gave away a private jet or something, what, and or like cars and stuff like that, and a lot of the comments are are criticism saying like, oh, you know, like how are they gonna pay the taxes for this? You just fucked this guy over for life, and stuff like that, where. But he always he actually said in um, – I follow him a little – like I, I don't follow him in, like entirely, but I follow – like I watch clips of him sometimes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, there's one clip of him saying how if somebody doesn't want like uh, a Tesla, say he's giving away a Tesla, if somebody like can't afford the taxes on that, he will just straight up give them $70,000 in cash or like whatever the value of the item is. He'll just give them that in money. That way like taxes don't screw them over.
0: Literally, yeah, but, dude, when, now, so now if you walk down the street and it's handed someone, like, a uh, $100 bill, like, that $100 bill, like, is under the radar, right? Yeah. When you cut a check to someone for $70,000. Oh, yeah. Like, that, it's like when, like, that is gonna be taxed, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It, How it's does tax? But, you have any clue what he says about that? Because like I, I don't know. Like, like it's not, it's not the same. Like, you can't just hand someone like seventy thousand dollars in cash and just be like, "Yo, this is yours." See,
1: that's the thing. He does that in videos sometimes. Well, yeah, but, his, a lot of his videos are in cash,
0: <laughs> bro. But the whole point is like when when someone goes to use this money now, it's like no, yeah, the, the, the banks like the banks like, "Oh, where the fuck did this come from?" And you're like, "Uh, some dude just gave it to me," and you're like. Some dude just gave it to you. Are you sure you're not selling crystal meth? Yeah, see, <laughs>
1: like <laughs> that. That's the thing now with Mr. Beast. I feel like he's at the point where he's big enough where you genuinely can be like, "Oh, I was in a Mr. Beast video," and then like it would clear things up because he,
0: th- it has to be. No, that literally. That, I yeah, I he, suppose that would be the only way. He,
1: he has a quarter of a billion follower, uh subs on YouTube. He has, f- he has fucking insane. He has, or well, a fifth of a billion, but still. But he has, dude, he has 200, 200 million subs.
0: Dude, you know the population of the U.S. is like... Th- it's 360-something. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I think it's definitely... It, last time I checked, it was 330, but that was about a year ago, so it's probably close to 390 now. Want to check it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: um. Yeah, dude, that's so crazy that he uh, he has 390 million Three, subs. Uh, 331, so yeah. I was Three, al- oh, shit, it is still 330. I bet. Um, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause uh, one like that. I saw a study that said one in five people in the U.S. have a mental illness, but it's definitely like at least like one in one in three. Yeah. Cause like that's like that's reported, and I bet you like so like dude, it's like from any kind of addiction to like being on your phone to like a chemical dependency to like depression anxiety any kind of anything like dude everyone's suffering from mental illnesses that's why i went into the mental health industry yeah anyways um mr beast jimmy dude i've been watching you for a while if you hear this podcast bro for real though i uh i think you're doing great things for this world and i really like your cleanup projects for the planet I love
1: when people try and turn that into a bad thing. It's hilarious. Right? It's just hilarious reading the comments where it's like, oh, uh, you just planted these trees in Africa. Why didn't you go do this
0: instead? Literally, bro. I'm like, just shut the fuck up and let the man help the planet. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, like, literally, like, dude, like, why do you have to bitch about someone trying to do a good thing?
1: It's like if somebody... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if somebody goes up to a homeless man and hands him a hamburger, and you're like, "Oh, why didn't you give him chicken nuggets instead?"
0: Like um, literally, like, "Oh, you got him McDonald's. Damn, you should have just let him starve." Yeah, exactly. It's dude, like, he would have been he would have been healthier.
1: Those calories that he just ate, not worth it.
0: Yeah, li- dude, literally, that's <laughs> like, that's literally it. Wow, that was such a great analogy you just made. Um, yo, I wanna, all uh, right, I wanna bring up uh your dad, my the guy I've been working for doing for. Have you mentioned a him bit. on a
1: podcast before?
0: I don't think I have. (laughs) I've mentioned that I do hardwood flooring, but I haven't mentioned who for, and it's not really, like, it doesn't really matter, because, like, it's not, like, a secret. Wasn't important until now. No, literally. It was just, like, oh, this is how I've been making my money while I've been building my company and doing all this other stuff. So, I've been doing hardwood flooring for a while now, and, um... It's just like my day-to-day, I sand hardwood floors, and then I refinish them, when, or I install them, then, like, you know. It's like I install, and then I sand and finish floors. Basic, the structure of the company. This guy, Jordan's dad, who is now 38 years old? <laughs> I think he just turned... Uh, 37. 37. He was born in 86, so yeah. So, he's 37 years old, and... Um, the first things I'm gonna say is he has five kids. Yep. With three different women. Yep. And Jor- <laughs> I was the first and Jordan so. is the eldest of all the kids. And me and Jordan are homies. We've been homies for since as the beginning of the podcast said, since like we were like, you know, eight, six years old. Like Yeah. I don't know, I always just think I'm only like two years older than you. But no, yeah. it's like that's just like I don't know, I guess I am three doesn't really matter, though, because, like, I feel like I'm youthful inside. <laughs> yeah,
1: literally, we would, like, I'd come over my, uh, I don't know if you mentioned this, but his, gra- uh, he's actually, his house is neighbors to my grandparents' old house. They moved a few years ago. But, literally, I'd come over my grandparents growing up, and then I'd, we'd just, I'd walk over and hang out with you for a couple of hours, and then go back over there, and then that was, that was our life for, like, what, eight, not t- eight, ten years, about, something like for that. For real,
0: though, dude, it's crazy. We we formed such a bond just from that. It's just like especially like through hockey and all this other stuff. But uh you know, getting back to the com to the topic of the conversation was uh his dad is a uh the best way to describe this man Don't be like him. Literally. <laughs> um we're gonna we're gonna say he's the perfect example of what not to do. And Ronnie Junior Wilson, for real, bro. Like, I love you as a human being, and I think you have good intentions about eighty percent of the time. But you know, you uh, you you do a lot of like when you make your mistakes, you make them big, and they're really bad. Yeah, like they're really bad. Like uh, he uh, he, for instance, he has like a pretty severe gambling addiction, and um, and repeatedly, like he he tries to uh, brag about his parlays. And yeah,
1: he talks about gambling as if it's like something that everybody should do, and like it's a yeah. He brings it up as if it's like a guaranteed win.
0: Literally, it's he'll, uh he'll come bad.
1: Up, <laughs> he'll come up and be like, "Oh yeah, I just won this, you know, I just won this bet for like forty five k." But he doesn't tell you about the ones where he loses the eighty k before that forty five k bet.
0: Literally, like, and like he'll like he'll like tell me he'll be like, "Yo, Nate, 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 Nate." Nate. Dude, if I win this, I'm buying this new truck. And then I'm being like, yo, bro, let's get it. Like, what are we going to do? And then, and then I'll, at the end of the day, I'll be like, yo, so uh, you get that new truck yet? He's like, nah, I lost my bet. He <laughs> <laughs> he,
1: he, doesn't know. When, like, I keep telling him that he needs to, like, if he really wants to gamble that much money, which isn't smart in the first place, but what he should be doing Put 15K in your account if you really want to. Gamble that 15K. Say you win 21K from that. Take the 6K, put it in your account, and then gamble 15K again. That's what he needs to do instead of taking 15K, winning 21, and then betting 21. Bro,
0: ready? I got the best story for you. One day, I, 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 get, I see him. It's like 8 in the morning. And he's like, Nate, guess what? I started the day off. Was seventy five cents, and I'm up to a hundred and like seventy dollars, and I'm like, oh, bro, that's fire! Like, good for you. And he's like, the best part is, it's not even my DraftKings.
1: Yeah, no, he has a separate DraftKings account because he maxed his out. Dude, or he maxes his out. Literally,
0: I was like, dude, what?
1: This dude makes like six hundred k a year, like enough to do whatever he wants in life, comfortably. Almost, literally, yeah. Almost whatever he wants in life, very comfortably, and like could give his kids a great life. But and, instead, uh, he gambles it all away.
0: Jordan, can we talk about what the living situation is at your house? Yeah, because uh, uh, like, can first, I've known Ronnie since I came back from Russia. Like literally, since like I, if you don't know now, you do. I was uh, born in Novokuznetsk, Russia and adopted at one and a half years old, and I came back to the U.S. and grew up in Pelham, New Hampshire, and a little bit of wealthy Massachusetts for most of my life. Um, it's like, you know, I spent some summers down there, and this was the main house in Pelham. Then I met Jordan, but Ronnie knew me since I was like four or five years old, practically speaking. Yeah. When, when I was that young, Jordan was basically at point like he was like just born like yeah
1: i was like i was still a toddler like i feel like we definitely knew each other when i was like a baby but obviously you don't remember we didn't interact at all like
0: yeah and like it was crazy like how your dad was like 17 when he had you uh 19 then he had you when he was a senior in high school
1: yeah uh yeah my mom got pregnant when they were still in high school yeah
0: isn't that crazy dude Imagine if you were, like, because you're, you're out of my, high school now. When my
1: dad was my age, my mom was pregnant.
0: Dude, that's <laughs> so crazy. Holy shit. It's so crazy to, like, think about, like, dude, like, imagine, like, uh, being... I mean, one, like, how's your relationship with your dad? That's my first question. Um,
1: it's... I mean, it's not, like... It's complicated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that was kind of a loaded question because I know him well and I know it's a lot.
1: It's like, so I just recently, I lived with my mom until I was, uh, like, until about a month and a half ago. Or, you know, it's been like two months now. But uh, my mom, we had, uh, she actually, so my parents, when I was born, they were never married, but they broke up when I was like a year old. And then my mom got remarried. My dad, uh, complicated story on his side. But my mom, she had, (laughs) uh, she got remarried and then uh, went through a divorce like a year, or not a year, like um, it was about six months now. So she lost her house and I moved in with my dad. And it's been like, even since then, it's been kind of complicated, but it's like, it's been, it's, we're not on bad terms. It's just like, you know, we're not, a typical like if you live with your parent your whole life that kind of kind of relationship
0: yeah it's just like oh this is my son he helps me out i don't like
1: him uh (laughs) yeah
0: it's like oh you uh you haven't really been there for like most my life but like once in a while you're there he i've i never really
1: well since i was like 13 it, i didn't have like visitation with him it was just okay you want to take me then take me like whenever like it, there was wasn't any specific times or anything so i could just go with him whenever he wanted to take me and i could like i lived with my mom mainly and it was just like wherever i wanted to i could go so whenever he like we did things together obviously i just we never like you know we never just went to get lunch and that was it, it when was, did
0: you uh when did you live with your cousin Nate he th- well we, when did he lived with us. He nev- I never lived with him. Uh, I thought there was at a point you
1: lived in Derry. Um, I lived in Derry when I was, like, nine. But that, oh. it, that was for, like, eight months.
0: For some reason, I remember that specifically.
1: No, that, yeah, I was... It was this a, kind of a memory that this that came was, to me. That was... No, that was kindergarten. I lived in Derry for half of kindergarten, and then I moved back to Pelham because but. my grandfather had issues, and my mom needed to watch him for a bit.
0: Ah, uh, I see. All right. So, yeah, we moved back with him. Anyways, so... Mom, I know some things about your mom that we don't need to bring her up because, like, she's, like, she's had her own mess, too. Yeah. But uh Ronnie, like, I, like, from the gambling and stuff, like, his, like, his company is kind of a mess. Like, his, his, he's he has no order in his life. And it shows, like, in... Like, so, like, his brain has no order. And from the law of correspondence, what is going on inside is going to be reflected outside. Yep. And basically everything around him is in chaos. And he is very hard to deal with. He's so hard to deal with that I called his dad up on, like, on my way home. So, he had, last week, this was, a. Uh, today's the 11th this is last week on the 4th Monday through Friday I was supposed to work at this house in Wyndham I ended up the Monday went great we got a lot more done than he thought we were gonna get done and then Tuesday we're like done even more and he's like he comes to me Tuesday and he's like yo uh so this was supposed to take us all week um basically like you don't need to come in tomorrow I'm like uh, but yeah, um, you said you were going to p- give me work for a whole week. Like I, you can't just not give me work. Like I got bills to pay. Yeah. Like I, I'm a grown man who has work needs work to fucking make my money. Like, what are you going to do? He's like, uh, uh I, let me see if my dad needs you. Um, I end up working. F- thank God for his dad. Um, he also has a hardwood flooring company. Yep, for his dad that. is the person who trained me. To do hardwood flooring, and then I started working for his son. Well, his dad ended up needing my help for the week, uh, for the rest of that week, which was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, after uh, after Friday, I, uh, me, me, Phil, um, Ron's uh, son-in-law, Phil, who's married to uh, Ron's wife's um, daughter. Uh, He partnered with Jordan's dad, the guy I've been working for, Ronnie, instead of giving the business to his son. Mm -hmm. What about what do you think about that? It was. Wait, did Ronnie ever talk about that? No, I feel like it was
1: a smart thing to do.
0: Well, yeah, bro, I, I wouldn't have given it to him either. No, yeah, it really... Like, dude, look at his life, and then look at Phil's life. You seen Phil's work? No, yeah, he... Dude, he's so good at his job. He's, I've been working with him since Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I worked with him today again. And, dude, like, I learned more in these four days about doing the things that I thought I knew exactly what I was doing than Ronnie had showed me. Ronnie showed me the big things, but, like, when you want to actually figure out how you can become a professional and not just, like, good, this is how. Like, you need to find the people who are actually professionals. Yeah,
1: and it's crazy because my dad makes, like, three times more than they do literally he gets so much more work just because of his uh marketing and how many people he knows
0: well dude he your dad is a salesman he's yeah. not a floorer. he's yeah well he, he
1: did uh he worked at like mattress stores for yeah. like eight years before he did and open, then dude and then he business. sold
0: you know, he sold mattresses then he sold like tvs yeah and, he like, worked
1: literally everything he's ever done he's been in sales
0: literally and then he fucking he's like i need more like so he ended up getting fired from the sales job because like he made like a racist joke or some yeah. shit. <laughs> dude, he, I wasn't even like a racist joke. It was like a joke about this dude who was Jewish. Uh it's poor poor guy. Um <laughs> and uh, it was uh you told me the story once. I'm not going to repeat it cuz we're on air. But uh anyways, the uh that bottom line was he made it he made a joke he shouldn't have made and he he lost his job because of it. Well, he when he lost his job, he ended up starting to work for his dad because he didn't, ha- he didn't know where to go to work. And um, he was doing side jobs for his dad, and he was making, like, hundreds of dollars more. And he was like, fuck this. I'm just going to go start my own flooring company.
1: Literally exactly what happened. <laughs> and
0: then, like, he ended up doing that, and now he hates his life and hates his job. Yep. And all he does is gamble. And I told him, dude... You, I have a company that, like, I'm making this coaching course. I will pay you commission to go sell my course because you're a salesman. You're not, Uh, like, you're not, you're not a floor. Like, dude, his company is falling apart under his own feet. And, like, he's literally, like, dude, he's in such tough If he didn't
1: make so much money, he wouldn't, like, if he wasn't making, like, triple what he was, like, his first year he made, like, triple what he ever did doing sales. And that's why he's still doing this. And if he wasn't making as much money as he did, he would have stopped Flores a long time ago.
0: Oh, I know. Dude, it, it's crazy. like, Dude, the issue is, what he does is he rushes through his jobs, and he doesn't fucking put in the real fucking... The, the real integrity that the job needs yeah. like you like you you do something a little bit off and you're this like fuck it it doesn't matter like it, it's like it, is if it if it's good enough it's good enough
1: no yeah exactly
0: and like for phil when i was working with him if it's not perfect it's not good enough no yeah it, and that's what i need i, needs, I need i need and i can't have like it's not going to be like 100% perfection but that 99.9% tile that's what we're aiming for
1: yeah exactly and like with, uh, like I've j- I worked for my grandfather and my dad, and when I worked with my grandfather, he was like you could just tell he's so much more picky about everything than my dad is. Literally, and mean? it's dude,
0: like- I've heard your grandfather, um, my dad, my dad's best friends with Jordan's grandfather, who Jordan they're as getting going back one more dot. My old neighbor is. Jordan's grandfather. Yeah. That's like the, just trying That's to make sure you guys <laughs> understand. Anyways, we uh, I would work for this guy, and uh, he would, would – and my friend Jake uh, – I got my friend Jake, who I played hockey with for many years, and he's my best friend right now, to work – he does masonry during the spring, summer, and fall, and during the winter when it's too cold and snowing outside. He works and does flooring with um, Jordan's grandfather, Ron – And, uh, Ron is like, he's a great guy. He does great work, but he, I thought even a, but he will talk shit about his son and the lack of integrity in his work. Dude, I thought that was so funny when he was like, oh yeah, uh, like Ronnie is a hack job. And then me and me, Jake and, uh, me, Jake and, uh, Phil are talking and, um, I think it might just me, me and uh, me and Jake. I don't think Phil is even there. And um, Jake's like talking to me about like a story from with just him and Phil. And like Phil is saying like, yeah, like like Ron's the hack job, and then there's the son of the hack job, which is like the hackiest job. Yeah, it's like (laughs) yeah, literally not like it's just
1: I don't know. It's hard seeing it from, like, an in-family. You don't realize until you see other people because, like, they're your family. And you're like, oh, it's like when you're driving with your parents. You think that they're a good driver until you start driving. And you're like, oh, shit. They, like, they're not good drivers. Like,
0: what, Dude, you're driving with your I, – I hate driving, driving with your dad the, with a I, passion.
1: I have said, like, since I got my license, I've yet to drive with my dad unless it was, like, a long road trip. Like, him driving. I've refused since I've got my license to drive for less than four hours with him. Like, I just refuse. He's that bad.
0: Yeah, he's literally terrifying.
1: He, he he. like, he's the type of person where, uh, like, he'll be driving and he'll have his phone or, like, he'll have a drink in one hand, his phone in another, and then he'll drive with his knees. He doesn't drive with his hands.
0: Yo, literally a phone, a drink, and then his knees. There was a point where
1: he had four different trucks over the span of two years because he totaled three of them.
0: <clears throat> oh my god! I was taking a sip of water and almost spit it out. Like it,
1: it's that bad. He totaled three trucks in the span of two years. Dude,
0: the the truck he has right now, he just what he, it was in the shop for like a month to get the transmission fixed. He gets the truck back. My dad's talking to his dad, and he's like, Oh, yeah. Um, Ronnie called me the other day and said his transmission still isn't fixed. And I already knew this, but um, and um, then I'm talking to Jake, and Jake's saying the same thing. And Jake tells me, Oh, yeah, Ronnie said, Uh, to uh, Jordan's grandfather, Ron, um, Ronnie is Ronnie Jr., um, but Ronnie said to Ron. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I, it's like, my transmission's not fixed still, and, uh, Ron's like, oh, what are you gonna do about it? He was like, nothing. Yeah, nothing. I'm just he... gonna, I'm just gonna drive it till it breaks, it's whatever. Yep. It's like a, it's like a 2021 GMC Denali. It's, it's like a.
1: $70,000 truck, and he just doesn't care.
0: Dude, it's like a, dude, it... oh my god, it's crazy. It literally is like $70,000 yeah, No, truck. it is $70,000. <laughs> I thought, I, dude, I thought it was even more. Dude, that's crazy. It's so sad, like, ugh. Dude, it's – I want to – i I've invested so much time in, like, energy into trying to help him get his shit together. Like, I've gave him organic food. I've tried to give him spring water. Yeah. Like, I've done everything I possibly could, and he literally I, – I told him, like, oh, bro, like, why don't you ever cook any meals at home? Oh, you know why? I don't have time to cook at home. I'm like – Dude, well, Dude, you're so- going to say when you're uh, on your deathbed, damn, maybe I shouldn't have eaten fucking Wendy's and McDonald's and fucking Burger King. Yeah. Two, seven days a week for two meals a day. Literally,
1: it, it sucks because all of this stuff with him is now spreading onto me where his, his house is always filthy. Which I live with him now. I kinda just keep him like my own personal bubble because my room is literally like the furthest away from the front door as it possibly could be. So I try and avoid leaving my room as much as possible. But it sucks because with like
0: you're forced to eat out all the time. No, yeah.
1: That's literally what I'm I'm, saying. Is I spend probably about two hundred dollars a week on food because his house is so like he it's not that he doesn't have food. It's that everything is so gross that you don't want to cook Yo, it or eat it. Do you want to?
0: Do you want to come over like at least once a week for like a home cooked meal? I'll make you dinner like I once could a week. do that. I'm telling Man, you, I'm like for, for no, for real, bro. Like uh, you, you, I I will. I'll make you dinner once a week. <laughs> and like we, I almost I almost asked you if you wanted to tonight, but I I needed to have like a big meal. You're good, bro. Don't worry. But um, no, like I literally, we're gonna well, I, we'll get that set up after this. Yeah. Anyways,
1: but with like it's recently it's been really hard because I haven't had a job. So I've been really like constricted on money and with like, I haven't had the best jobs where I haven't been working the most hours. Whereas now like I'm trying to get into a new job right now and I want like 40 hours a week. And this job has already promised me that they can because I'd be in a good, uh better position. So I'm like, it's I'd be spending 75% of my paycheck on food and then the other 20 would go to gas, and then I'd have like 30 bucks to just do whatever I want with it. But like, I haven't been able to save any money for college or anything. Or like, I've literally, I have like 20. I have the 20 you sent me, or the 30 you sent me uh, in my bank account right now, plus the 20. Or I, it's 20 now because I got Chipotle before this.
0: You make but, me, you, I, you, it makes me really happy that I sent you that.
1: But um, yeah, no, literally, like, I was. I was probably just gonna get like uh like Wendy's or something. Literally, just get like a biggie bag for five bucks on the way down. Which I I don't I try and avoid like all that type of food as much as I possibly can. But like recently, in the last like two weeks, I've literally been eating like a like I'll eat one meal at like six o'clock, and then that'll be that'll be my day. And like since I moved in when I moved in with my dad, uh, this was like late September I think or early October. And when I moved in with him, I weighed 145 pounds. I'm at 128 right now.
0: Oh my fucking god, bro! I'm so sorry, <laughs> dude. Like I-, I fast on purpose to like you know this like make help my health. Yeah, you're literally being forced to not eat because you can't afford to eat.
1: Yeah, no, it it's been hard, and I kind of. In a way, I put myself in that position because of the fact that, like, I did. You I could get a better job. Well, my yeah. paying. Well, right. I'm. I'm just waiting on my background check right now. I've been waiting for two weeks. So for
0: it's, a background, dude. It's you're because like it's the holidays. Nineteen years old. I know. I
1: literally. It's just because of the holidays. That's why. But like, I'm waiting for that, and uh, literally, like I. St- I made the dumb decision to quit my job before I had a guaranteed in and like before I already was starting at a different place. So that's why I'm at the point where I don't have a job right now, which in reality I should have stayed there until I had like a certain guarantee, but it just didn't feel like it didn't feel like it was worth it because I was talking to, uh, I was talking to your sister before this and I was telling her how I literally, I was working where I was working. I was doing six days a week, but I was working two to four every day for Eighteen hour or two to four four days a week, and then I was working like a three hour shift and a five hour shift. So I was working six days a week, but it was only eighteen hours. So I was getting like two hundred and fifty dollars as of my paycheck.
0: Yo, um, I'm gonna bring it up after. I'm gonna write it down, but uh, you should uh, talk about what happened with your mom and why you were forced to move out of your dad's house. Because I think I this that, is yeah. I think it's an interesting story for people to hear. Yeah, no, I can do that.
1: But, no, like, literally – and it always comes up with the topic of, like, oh, why don't you just work with your dad? Because, like, I could do that, but that – I feel like if I was to work with him – first of all, I have, like, medically diagnosed, re- like, in really bad insomnia to the point where I was ta- – like, I was on multiple different meds, and they also gave me edibles for it at one point, which I hate. This is just, like, a personal thing because my grandfather used to smoke all the time to the point where if he didn't have it for, like, th- three days, he would get hospitalized. So I just have like a mental image in my head where I just I This hate, is not my dad's
0: friend. This is the No, other this yeah, this is
1: my mom's grandfather. All right. where he yeah, he would like he was addicted to weed, which I didn't even know was a thing that could possibly happen. But because of that, I have like a it's just a personal thing where I I don't smoke at all. Like I hate weed and marijuana in general. And dude, when
0: dude, I'm really glad you said that because like I I I recently quit smoking weed like completely. Like I I was smoking weed on and off for a while, and my friend Luke just today he uh, he just took some uh, psilocybin today, and uh, he came to the realization he wants to quit smoking weed too. And yeah. And I would, what I was gonna bring up to you after the podcast, but I'll just say it now is um you're you're trying to get out of your house, right?
1: Um. I'm not necessarily – see, I have um. – I'm lucky enough where my girlfriend's parents, she doesn't really care. Like, she's only 18. She's still in high school. She's a senior. Yep. So I'm lucky where her parents, they let me come over, and they understand my situation. So they let me sleep there, and, like, I'm lucky enough to be able to go there whenever. But – so I'm not necessarily in, like, a rush to move – like, to get out of my house. It just would be so much more convenient.
0: <laughs> I got you. Because me and my friend Luke are looking for a place um – and uh, I don't know. It just seems like you'd be a good fit if you if we if you want to hop in on us. But obviously, you'd have to meet him, and we'd have to talk about it. But the
1: only problem with that is, which is another reason, is I have when I was with my mom uh, at her house, we had two dogs. One of them, my girlfriend's mom adopted from us, and the other one I still have. So he's literally been going everywhere with me. So anywhere that I would go, uh, beside like college, I would figure it out. But, because I can't have a dog in a dorm room, obviously. But anywhere I would go, would, I would need to bring him with
0: me. And this isn't Nala? No, this, this is, is,
1: uh... I have a two-year-old German Shepherd Husky mix.
0: Damn, yeah, that's adorable.
1: <laughs> he is very, very cute.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to meet him. I was... I could have...
1: Br- I actually had literally dropped him off at my mom's... Or, I dropped him off at, um... My girlfriend's right before this, because I, d- I didn't feel like bringing... Or, I didn't not feel like bringing him here, but I just didn't feel like dealing with him.
0: Yeah, no, it's kind of a pain in the ass. He has really
1: bad... He's... Because of everything that he's been through with me, right, like hopping house to house. And um, when we were, so I'll explain it. Uh, we can just hop into this now if you're okay with it. With, um, with my mom, her house, uh, we lived in, on my mom's side, my great-grandfather's house. And we rented it from him. But he what he has, he's just an asshole, really. He, uh, sh- my mom went through a divorce. He kicked us out and he would like come into the house and like abuse our dogs when we weren't there just to like look he would like he would look through the house and the dogs would come up to him and he would just kick them away and stuff so because of that like they both have really bad social anxiety and dude
0: this this dude deserves to get his ribs broken <laughs> by from a good kicking but yeah, someone, they, should, someone should stand on him and have another person just kick his ribs.
1: So like, uh, and
0: see how he likes it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but no, like with, uh, Holden, Holden's my dog's name. So I'm just going to refer to that. Like when, if you hear that, that's why. But with Holden, he's a lot better now because of the fact that he's been hopping between my dad's house and my girlfriend's house and my grandfather's house. Just wherever I'm going, he's going there with me. Uh, so that helps him a little bit. Whenever he comes into a new environment and, like, whenever he interacts with new dogs or new people, he's always a really skeptical. And with certain people, they don't really know how to interact with a dog like that. So they just go, like, right up to him and be like, oh, hey, what's up? Try and pet him. And he doesn't, like, he does not like that. He will start growling at you and he will, like, if you don't stop and go away, he will snap at you. Of like, course, but, yeah. dude,
0: but that's <laughs> what, dude, I have, a, I have a friend who can help you. I have a friend who literally specializes in helping animals that have been abused. No, yeah, where
1: he he's doing a lot better than he was. Like okay. he's definitely he just needs time.
0: Dude, so. hey, what? Well, think about all the. This, that time is legitimately, time is the universal prescription for every single illness. No,
1: oh, yeah, exactly.
0: Time, and then, like, you know, you, you add a bunch of other things, but you, time is the main one, bro, and I feel so bad that your dog had to go through that. What a, I, I, all I'm saying is, like, what I heard, um, was, uh, the grandfather, great-grandfather? Yeah, great. Um... I know he wasn't a great guy, but I also heard your mom like didn't pay rent.
1: He, it was more of a situation where my mom always gave her what we had, but we just didn't have it. Like, he, every single month, he would increase the rent. Oh, uh, what? N- which, that's.
0: We, Did you not have any contracts signed or like anything? No, because, so it was. Oh my God, dude. That it, sounds like it a was shit also, show.
1: It was also another thing. Where obviously like it's not in my control. This isn't anything to do with me. I just kind of had to
0: suffer with it. But what we, bro? You this is what you grew up with. Yeah. Like people have to understand. Like, that I swear. Like, some dude. Do you know how many people are so privileged? No. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> dude. Like, I'm talking to this girl from uh, from UVM right now, and she literally like her mom worked at the school, so she got to go there for free. That's crazy. Right? And it's, like, it's $56,000 a year out of state.
1: That's ridiculous. Right?
0: And I I couldn't go because I couldn't afford it. And I was so upset. And, like, I I tried to tell it, like, you don't even understand how lucky you are.
1: Yeah, no, I've... It kind of sucks that I grew up, like, not having a, a whole lot because now it's like it's going to affect me in the future with college and I'm stuff I'm telling you I'm, bro, it's going to be a lot gonna, harder for me
0: I'm I'm so close to like I, dude I'm I got so much going right now like I'm going to I'm going to help you out cuz like Uh, Me and you have always been homies Like for like The longest time Yeah yeah And like So like Before we knew we were homies We were homies (laughs) Literally Literally like So like Now it's like uh, Now that I know Your situation more Cause like I've been This has been like This talk we're having This chatting On this podcast Like we We talked for like An hour off air Before we got on And then we were like Oh uh, We should start this Because it's already like 8.40 And We
1: just kept saying things we were like oh let's talk about that on the podcast and then we were like why don't we just fucking start it yeah
0: literally it was just like and now we're like yo like this is like dude you've been through the ringer yo so like now the podcast is on like self improvement and shit if you could tell my audience one key that has helped you get through all of this what would you say that is
1: um I mean my dog my dogs and my girlfriend definitely help. They're both like they both help me just like vent and like they gave me a safe space, uh, safe space to be. With like, whether if I couldn't you know leave my house to go to my girlfriend's house, I could just uh, you know bring one of my dogs in my room, close my door, just relax. Uh, another thing that really helps is music. It, that it, that's another like linking back to the creative side. Music, I see it like all types of music through more of a creative lens. Like, the one of the main things I like, and uh, one of my favorite albums, actually, it came out recently, is uh, uh, The First Time by Kid Leroy. He, uh, the, my favorite thing listening to music is the production. And the production on that album is so good. And that actually released at the time where, like, I think the album released three days after I got kicked out. Or not, well, I didn't get kicked out after we got kicked out and I had to move to my dad's.
0: Bro, you got kicked out. Like, you you, well, all, got, saying, you all got kicked out, but, like, I mean, you I, were you were so kicked out that you literally had to move in to your dad's house. No, yeah, It was the biggest shit show <laughs> that the world has ever seen.
1: I'm just saying, it wasn't like my, like, I didn't get kicked out of my parents' house. It was like, oh, no. we all got sent to the curb. Yeah, no, bro, like,
0: it was like, it, you can basically say, like, my family got evicted.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it's so sad. My the Ugh. main thing is just find you need to find a safe space and always just remember that it does get better, because even Ugh. right now, like right now, it's not great. But I just amen. Like, like right now, it's definitely like it's definitely not great. But like looking back to me compared, like me now to compare to a month ago, it's just like I've, I. The main thing that I'm proud of myself for with this is I didn't let anything get to my head and I didn't let anything affect me.
0: That's so dude your mo- your biggest asset in this world is your mind.
1: Like I just in in a way I kind of it, like I just didn't let any of it affect me and I was like okay it, it's not like it's out it's, of my control. It's not ideal but you know like what am I going to do it's about it? Like,
0: I mean you you I the only thing that really like I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't understand how your mom couldn't afford to pay fucking rent.
1: It's because so.
0: Please
1: please explain. My step my stepdad was an asshole. He for so his whole story is fucked up. But basically, he my mom was always confused as to how he had so like how he never had money because he was making almost sixty k a year and it just seemed like we never had any money. He had a a bank account set up that my mom didn't know about and didn't have access to that he was putting o- almost over 50% of his checks into. And then once everything started to go downhill, he literally, my mom was outside cleaning the car. He grabbed a trash bag, put all of his stuff into it and had his mom pick him up at the end of the road and didn't say anything.
0: And they never came back.
1: Uh, he has seen the kids. Uh, he Because my mom has three kids with him and they're all my youngest siblings on my mom's side. He has I'm not,
0: need, uh, continue. I'm sorry.
1: he, he hasn't seen, or he's seen them once and that was like about two weeks ago, And, uh, but he had, we found out that he had almost 80K saved in a bank account that he didn't tell my mom about and he had no idea.
0: This guy's so, a fucking dick.
1: So he literally, we, uh, yeah, that's how we ended up getting kicked out. And my mom, uh, my siblings are eight, six and three. So they're still young, and she thought that we couldn't afford to put them into kinder or not kindergarten. Uh, one of them just started kindergarten this year, but uh, the other one would have needed daycare. And she thought we couldn't afford to put them in daycare, but we could have if we had the money that he was saving. Uh, but, like, he, she couldn't get a job because she had to watch the girl, uh, and she didn't have any, like, nobody was willing to help her. And obviously I couldn't because I had to work. And I was spending all of the money that I had on supporting me and my family. Damn.
0: But Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Dude, I don't even know what to say. Dude, that's just like... It's so tough because I... I As all of you who are listening right now, this is also my first time I just heard this. And it really does hit. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's like, shit. There's nothing you can really... Do when you're you, your mom's fucked up, your dad's fucked up, and half the people around you are fucked up, and you're trying to make it out. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I'm already out. I'm gonna hook you up. I'm telling you're, you, I'm already out. Like I'm gonna, It's good, bro. Don't I'm worry. Uh, dude, uh, cause like I I feel so bad. Like dude, I can't like. I mean, I was adopted from Russia, and then, like, basically my biggest, like, issues have been addiction my whole life. Yeah. And I, I've that, fought it, demons when it comes to, like, being addicted to substances. That
1: is the one thing that I uh, I haven't really liked to, like, I don't really admit it, but I've always told myself that I know that my situation at home Isn't good, so I don't want to set myself further back with any sort of like drugs or alcohol or anything like that. And you're so,
0: dude, you're so smart because of that. Like, you don't even understand. Like, people would use drugs and alcohol to cope in your situation. And what you did is you used that as leverage to not do that. Yeah. It's like you're, you, dude, you, that's why your mind is your biggest asset. You literally just showed the world, like, what it, how you can, dude, you're, I'm going to get you on stage <laughs> and we're going to, we're, we're going to get you to tell this to millions of people, which is going to happen not only from this podcast, but like other ways we're going to get this message out. Cause what you've been through and how you handled yourself is going to be inspirational. Yeah. Just as you have found other YouTubers inspirational to your creativity, you're going to be one of my favorite quotes I've heard lately is, uh, you're, what you've been through is going to turn into someone else's survival guide. Yeah. And what you went through, like, everyone always asks, like, why me? Why did I go through this? Why did this happen to me? Well, not only is it for you to prepare for... The next event that's gonna happen to you, the next life, possibly. I believe in reincarnation. I think you keep memories in your DNA yep. and your soul blueprint, and you go through lives, and you. That's where innate gifts come from. When you are innately good at something, it's because of a past life.
1: It's funny. I went like I. I don't even remember the last time I talked about reincarnation, and this conversation's been brought up four times to me in
0: the last like week. <laughs> really, <laughs> yes. dude, that's so cool, dude. That ima- Dude, that's such a coincidence that, like, I just brought that up. Literally, it's not even, though. That's, like...
1: Literally, like, two days ago, my girlfriend mentioned something about it. And, like, a week before that, my mom mentioned yo, something can, about it.
0: Can me and your... Uh, I, I shouldn't say it that way. I want to meet your girlfriend. I, I just think I, I, I want to meet the girl that, like, you're into. Because I, I, I don't know. I, I have a good feeling. Like, I think she's probably really good for you. See, it's... I think yeah, she, I she, think it's, like, a blessing that you have her.
1: We both help each other out a lot. And it's funny because we actually... Uh, I was... I don't want to say I was desperate because, like, I wasn't... I was very comfortable with who I was, like, as a single person. But I also was very, like, very ready to have somebody else in my life. And I was, like, I was adding... Like, if I saw somebody on Quick Ad, I would add them. And... And of course you do I you did- are, you
0: are, you the only way you get is by looking
1: yeah exactly you I have to seek I literally like I went and it was the course of like eight months adding people off quick ad and like you know I wasn't ever trying to go direct and be like hey Like let's fuck or something like that. I wasn't like that. I literally I I was just trying I was genuinely trying to make friends and thinking, Okay, maybe you know, I'll make friends and one of these will actually go something further.
0: What dude there you go? Oh she
1: literally I added her in like January and then by March uh we hung out and it immediately was just like okay, yeah. We have a connection.
0: Yeah. And then That's fire. I'm so happy for you.
1: Yeah, then, I mean, we went to prom, and it's since then, it's just kind of been, like,
0: yeah, been vibing. That is so great to hear, because, like, I mean, it's one thing to go through something alone, but when you have someone that you can, like, you can can talk to and, like, bounce ideas off of, and especially when you're in a dark spot, like... At some point earlier in this podcast, I brought up the fact that, like, excuse me, I brought up the fact that when you are with a significant other and you can, like, share with them how you feel and they can be, like, empathetic and, like, they can be caring about how you feel and they can, like, bring you that, like, warmth that you need in times of darkness and sometimes like you don't have any light and that significant other is your lighthouse
1: yeah it's funny because even like on paper you would not think that we would go to like well together but it just it's something that just worked because like like i said earlier i'm like super against all forms of weed and she like she smokes all the time but that's something that it's we've both come to like not an agreement but like she understands that i don't like it And I understand that she, like, she enjoys it. So we both, like, I don't care if she does it. She doesn't like to smoke around me because of that. But I genuinely, I don't care if people do smoke around me. But she
0: doesn't, she has no problem with not being high around you. No. Exactly. Dude, that's, dude, that is why. The only,
1: she, she, um. Damn. I feel like I help her. Just as much, if not more, she helps me, which is what I want in a relationship too. I want to feel like I'm the like I'm providing something and know that I'm providing something useful for my significant other. And she has really bad uh, anxiety, and I like that's part of the reason why she smokes. But I also know that when she like she chooses to hang out with me sometimes over smoking, just because to help her anxiety with that it helps or it, like it helps me feel like important and like it reassures me that i'm actually like doing something and helping and that's really good
0: i'm so glad to hear that because it really it feels good to know that you're wanted yeah exactly and not like just in like a sexual way but like a like a oh like you're like you're more than just like my my lover you're like my you're like the person who like I can go to and you bring me peace. Exactly. When you're I my, when I my
1: safe space.
0: When I meet a girl now, I, I the, the thing when I talk to them, the things I tell them are like if if I cannot be at pe- like complete and utter peace in your presence, you're not for me.
1: Yeah. That's um sorry, this you saying that doesn't me. There's one like another thing is I'm somebody who I'm, like, I my social battery, I have, like, it's really strong. I love hanging out with people. And, like, I can hang out, like, it really just depends on how I'm feeling. But there's also times where I just, like, I want to, like, sit there on my phone doing nothing just in my own world. And she, like, completely understands that. Where I can be like, hey, I just kind of want to, like, I just kind of want to watch this for now. And I'll literally just sit there on her bed just watching YouTube video on my and iPad. And it's just and the she fact that you're,
0: you're in the same room together yeah, like, and you're, like, you're in each other's presence. But you're not, like, you're not present in with each other. Exactly. Like I know exactly what you mean.
1: Like, there's zero like we're just sitting there not necessarily like we're not talking to each other but she's just like laying there scrolling through TikTok like we're laying back to back I'm watching YouTube or something and it's just like it's nice because Dude. I I can be like hey I don't like I just kind of want to be like alone or I don't not necessarily I want to be alone right now but I just want to focus on this right now and like I just need to recharge my mental
0: battery I hope I I hope I find a girl like that too cuz like I need I need a Like, I'm like, like, I had this girl I was talking to on my phone last night, and she's like, she's trying to, like, Snapchat me, and I'm just like, yo, like, I'm working. Like, it's like 1130 at night, and I'm down in the studio, like, sending you the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm I'm trying to get things going, like, with this podcast, and I'm like, I'm working my, my ass off. Like, I'm, every night I'm down in my studio, and I'm hustling, like, I'm doing the work. That like I work all day and then I get home and then I keep working like yeah. I don't I don't stop like it's just like this is my life like these are my dreams like I'm not gonna stop for anyone so like what gives like if I if I'm if I'm hustling like she she can be with me but like I'm gonna be focused on this because I'm building something that's bigger for both of us because at the end of the day when. I tell her, okay, yeah, we can go to Paris for the weekend and we'll be back on Monday and we can just go get dinner and have, and we'll take my plane. Yeah. Like th- she's going to be like, I'm so glad I let you this work. Yep. Like, that's what she's going to say. Like, she's not going to say, oh, I wish, I wish, like, I could have been, like, we could have, like, you could have focused more energy on me. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, now I can actually give you my full attention, and I can give you my full attention and one of the most beautiful cities on the planet. Exactly. Like, it's like, like, literally, like, it's like, that's how I see it, though. Like You
1: need to, it's nice to have somebody that you actually, like, you want to spend time with rather than just, like, it's nice to have the things that they
0: have. Mm hmm. It's like, dude, it all, what I was going to say before, like about you and like when you guys are just in the same room, is it's all a vibration. Like when you're like, when you and like someone are this in each other's presence, like there's there's a transfer of energy through your aura. And like that aura alone is like all it takes. Yeah. It literally is all it takes is just like when, when you, when, when you see someone walk into a room like when you're sit when you're in her room and she goes to the bathroom and she comes back and she walks in the room and it makes you smile yeah like that's that's what I'm talking about like yeah, it's exactly. just like it's not even like it's not even any it's no words it's just just her be walking in. And it's just like wow like yeah they're right there. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean, bro. I'm so happy you feel that way. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy you feel that way. I love like I like you saw that you did you see the snap I put on my Snapchat story earlier?
1: Uh maybe. I'll, I'm not going to lie with stories. My girlfriend yells at me about this all the time, too, because I'll just... No worries. I'll, I'll, I'll literally I'll, just scroll past stories and I can, I'll spam through them.
0: I can read it to you. It says, I, I posted my dinner and I said, I love my life so much. Thank you all for being a part of it. And then I put the emoji of a light bulb in the world because everyone lights up my world. Yeah. you 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 all are the light to my world. Like, without everyone around me, like, I would have nothing. Like, dude, like... I've come to realize like my everything I have is like nothing. The only thing I have are the people. Yeah. Like, like you, like my mom, like my dad, like my sister, like Anthony, like, like Ronnie, like Ron, like it's like every, like Jake, Phil, like all these beautiful souls. Like it's the people who make life great and it's not the the things you have or the money you have. It's, like, all you have are people and memories.
1: Exactly. It's um one thing that I really like, too, is I love knowing that I'm helping somebody.
0: Oh, uh, me too, bro. Because, like,
1: one of recently one of my friends, he's been going through uh, a really complicated situation with his girlfriend, <laughs> where she goes to college in Ohio, and mm. he, he, he goes to UNH. And she, so, they... They were in a relationship, like, committed relationship from December to July, and then they talked, and she brought up the idea of, like, no labels, and then whenever, like, whenever they go to college, then just, like, doing whatever they think.
0: No labels is, uh, the she worst. wants, she yes, wants, she wants to be a hoe, and he wants to go be that a That is exactly hoe what too. I said. They but both no. want to go fuck other people. She, she. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she wanted, to, <laughs> she wanted to do no labels, but he didn't. But he agreed with it because he didn't want to, like, hurt her. And now she... Uh, so over the last couple, of mo- like, months, she's been with... Or she kissed two guys, but said... Like, she was... She uh, said
0: she so, kissed two guys. No,
1: first of all, so there's... Um, this has been
0: good. <laughs> for,
1: she... She never responds to her phone. First of all, like she'll leave him undelivered all day, and then snap him like four times at night, and then leave like leave him on open again. The cycle repeats. Oh jeez,
0: this sounds like me. I'm so sorry to every girl I've done this <laughs> to. I'm but, so busy. You guys have to understand.
1: But literally, she does that, and he'll. Like, so, recently, she went to a party, met with a dude, went on a few dates with him, and kissed him. And then, keep in mind, she's showing, like, no effort to talk to uh, my friend.
0: The dude that she was actually engaged with.
1: And then she meets another dude, kisses him, doesn't like either of them. And now she's coming back to him. And she's like, oh, uh, so she just came back recently. Mm Mm-hmm. And they hung out. They it, they were both did their first time with each other. Like that was their first time at all with anybody with each other. While she came back, and now she's like fully committed to him again. And I keep telling him,
0: like he Wait, this is so they both just lost their virginity to each other. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that maybe they <laughs> are committed to well, each other. No, because then she goes back.
1: Oh God! Wait, kisses another dude and then it, she doesn't like that one again and now she's saying that she's like she's fully committed to him and i'm tell i'm trying to tell him like oh i don't think that's a good idea and stuff like that, that- and he he's saying how he wants to like keep her in er, his life and everything but he wants to start talking to new girls once she leaves again mm. but it's just it's just a really complicated situation but he Anyway, what the reason why I brought this up, he keeps coming to me for advice, and, like, we'll have, like, two-hour conversations on the phone about this at, like, 11 o'clock at night, and we'll just talk until, like, 1 a.m. He'll be like, okay, I have class tomorrow, and then I got to, you know, I got to go to bed. And I, it just it's really nice knowing that he, like, he literally will text me, like, yo, are you able to call right now? And, like, that feeling, when I see that text, it's such a good feeling, being like, okay, he's coming to me for help. And, and help- I,
0: I know I have the, the tools to help him.
1: Yeah, it's, like, I, he's coming to me for help because he knows that I can help. And, like, clearly, last conversation I had with him was helping out because, like, if he wouldn't come back if I wasn't helping him.
0: Literally. So hey. it's,
1: just, it's just such a good feeling to have.
0: For real, dude, there's nothing as fulfilling as helping other people. And that's why, um, for all the companies I've created, I have uh, – the Neurosilocybin Co. and uh, 3M's coaching services, and I have one other company uh, in mind. Um, I'm not going to mention it on this podcast because I haven't. Um, I haven't. It's like it's on paper, but it's just like you know, it's still, still in bit, the works, still in the development process. Well, I know exactly what it's going to be, but I just don't want to. It doesn't need to be brought coming up soon. Yet. It doesn't need to be brought up yet. It comes after the Neurocybin Co., though. But it all revolves around mental health, and um, it's just like I'm building. I'm building something for everyone to like help everyone, and it all starts like, it all starts up here with your head, and then when you start to make these small changes in your mindsets, and you 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 really start to focus in on like, okay, if I consciously think about this for like. 21 30 days and then I keep sticking to it for like another like 30 days and then another 30 and 90 days. After 90 days of doing the same thing, well, oh. excuse me. You're that you're that's not going to change. Like you're going to like build yourself a lifestyle. And it's like every morning when I wake up, excuse me. It's not every morning, but when I, like the majority of mornings and when I have a good routine, especially, I put on a podcast. Like, when I'm in the zone and I'm, like, driving to work, like, all day lately, I just listen to podcasts all day. Either Billy Carson, 19 Keys, The Y Files, Andy Frisilla, Bedros Cooley, and, like, all these, like, all these great minds, like, I, I all I do is learn. And I absorb all the information I possibly can during the day. And that night I express myself on my podcast. Like when I'm not recording, I sit down here and I just talk. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm recording a podcast, but I don't hit record. And I just talk and I practice speaking every single day. And I just make myself the best speaker I possibly can. Like especially when it was the summer, like I would I'd be up in when no one was home, I'd be in the kitchen and I'd just be I'd stand out there. In the kitchen, and I would st- and talk for hours.
1: That's do yeah.
0: Literally, this I would just talk, and I pretend I was talking to a stage of like thousands of people. And gotta I,
1: perfect your craft.
0: Literally, and it would just be like, dude, like I love I love to speak. So it's like let me let me practice and become the best speaker I can for everyone. Because at the end of the day, this is what I want to focus on for my career. Um, kind of want to ask you about that, like, so. Do you mind if I bring up the thing about high school? No, that's fine. So, Jordan, back in your senior year, you ended up leaving high school.
1: It was school. my junior year.
0: It wasn't even my senior year. Damn. At least I'm so glad you got to go to junior prom.
1: I, w- I went to senior prom, not junior prom.
0: Oh, yeah. Because, because my
1: girlfriend was a senior. Or uh, Well, I went to my girlfriend's junior. So, I, w- I would have been a senior the year of my prom.
0: But at least you at least you dropped out junior year. Dropping out senior year is fucking retarded. No,
1: yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you're gonna See, drop I, out, you might as well do it junior year.
1: <laughs> I didn't drop out because I didn't like I didn't drop out for academic reasons. Like I got a 1310 on my SATs. I didn't drop out because I wasn't like smart enough or I didn't have the work ethic. I dropped out because of health issues with insomnia. I was going to bed at like six AM on school nights and then I'd get an hour and a half of sleep, wake up at seven thirty to be at school for eight. And then
0: yeah, this way, dude, yeah, I mean that sounds like you were like uh, on your deathbed. Basically. Dude, it, that doesn't like, sound healthy. Like I, I've seen I w- I've seen unhealthy.
1: I would get like I would there was multiple times where I fell asleep in my English class and shout out Miss Parent, you're a G. But literally my English teacher would just let me sleep and she literally gave me a seat in the back of the class just so I could sleep in her class. But Wow. And did, um, did
0: your teachers know what was going on at home? Cause like you you've never had like a good family life. Like yeah. it
1: wasn't bad at the time. It just wasn't like
0: it wasn't great.
1: No, yeah. Well, it was dude, then. You, right you, now, my health issues—they're not as bad, but like it's <laughs> really my life has never been like perfect. It's really always been like I either have health issues with like insomnia and like just sort of head trauma. Or I have, like, family life issues. How are
0: you, like, quieting your thoughts? Can you, like, quiet your mind and just, like, be free of your thoughts? See. Or does your brain never stop? Is it always, like, this, like, you're always, like, this racing through, like, oh, this, 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 and this.
1: See, that's, I never really, like. Think about it? It's not that I don't think about it. It's just that I don't let it
0: affect me. I got you. Like yeah, I gotta... said this,
1: I said this earlier where like I never let anything that I thought about like I never let it break me down or anything. Like I've the only time <clears throat> sorry, the only time I've like ever cried because of something sad that happened was when um like when I was first leaving my house. Like when literally uh, my car was packed with everything in it. And, and
0: you're just like, damn, th- this is it.
1: Yeah, this was, keep in mind, this was the, I don't know, I actually. I uh, to go
0: move in with fucking dad.
1: I actually <laughs> moved into my dad's house twice. And then I moved, this was one time in February, actually, which was right as when I, like, started talking to my girlfriend. And we weren't a couple at the time, but I actually moved in with my dad. But my mom never fully got kicked out. We just thought we were going to but it was like we moved all of our stuff out and she, but my grandfather has always lived there still my grandfather and my mom's side she, he's always been at that house so my mom would still stay there sometimes and then eventually we just moved back in and um but like when we first moved out of there the first time this was like a he almost this was 10 months ago. Yo, now.
0: what I heard from other people is that you guys would just, like, get evicted, and then you would just, like, sneak back in, and then... No, what, we would... Th- that's what other people said. No, not... literally, yeah. What would happen was um, we got
1: evicted, and then, like, my grandfather would convince my great-grandfather to, like, say how he was lonely and everything and how he needed the company, and then we would end up going back in. But, yeah, the first time that happened was the only time, like, genuinely the only time I remember ever crying because of something. Another time that was, I can remember, that was really hard was when I was watching my friend's graduation. Knowing that I could have been there if it wasn't for health and family issues. But, like, I, I knew that... If I like, I I knew I did the right thing, but it was hard to convince myself that I did the right thing. Be- just like watching all of them up on stage and getting their diplomas.
0: That's true, but at the end of the day, bro, your fucking high school diploma means nothing when you're a fucking billionaire. Um, <laughs> like for real, though, like dude, like you, because uh, this podcast is forever gonna be like this. Like I, I'm never gonna stop doing this podcast. Meaning, you're forever gonna be editing my podcast for me. And I don't think we've mentioned that yet. Yeah. yeah, he's my editor. For my <laughs> podcast. Um, the, the there's an episode coming out. Um, on it's uh gonna be episode seventy six. So
1: every single episode after that, I've will be editing.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, seventy six is um the uh, it's the name of the podcast is update and um. It's basically saying like, oh yeah, like I've been through a bunch. I didn't even, I didn't even mention this in it, but like he's gonna start update up editing the podcast um, for me, um, especially when we have the video going too. I'm just waiting on an SD card for those, but everything's really coming along. But he, uh,
1: this is incredibly random, but I'm just like kind of thinking on the spot. If you want me to, also, um, eventually. I know, like some people, like some podcasts. You could get one uh, still shot on the whole thing, and then get one camera that I can move and zoom. And I would, I could record for you. And then, like, whenever you're talking, zoom in on your face. And if you have a
0: guest, zoom in on some, them. You wouldn't want to do that. What we can do, um, what I'm so what I'm gonna do. This is this is I'll
1: my, cut this part out, by the
0: way. It's all. Oh wait. Um. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna re. You don't even have to. Honestly, like fuck it, bro. Like. <laughs> you, like the whole, the the idea of this is, like, if people don't really like it, I don't know. Like, this is, like, dude, we've been through so much already in this, like, hour and a half. But, like, I'm going to put, so, like, my idea was one f- straight facing for the whole, whole shot. Yep. One to the right and one to the left. The one to the left faces you. One to the right faces me. And then, you want to know the trick to that, though? What's that? People will notice
1: that the camera's moving, and they'll think, "Oh, this is higher quality." They'll think that it's more engaging. If the camera's moving, like if they see the ca- that like the camera zoom, like it's just the difference between seeing the same shot every time and it's being slightly different. It's a trick on. It's an editing trick.
0: But. All right, bet if you are offering, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like.
1: Do you get what I'm saying though? Like, oh, without
0: a doubt. Yeah, it comes down to like, well, yeah. It's Plus, you need produc- one less camera. It's production quality, and do you have the time? That's and, the
1: thing. If you were to do that, you it would probably be a lot easier to like. Obviously,
0: granted, if, I'm paying you, so, so yeah, it's not the, like it's not like you're not gonna get compensated. But no, like, no, yeah, I'm saying, what is your what's your work schedule going to be like? Most of podcasts are around this time of night, though. We're uh. It's ten o'clock yeah, right I, now. I, I, so my like,
1: hours at work are always mostly going to be ten to uh, two to ten. So two. I can just come over after work and record a podcast, but I don't know if that's too late.
0: Uh, on the weekends, no.
1: Yeah, weekends. No. Well, weekends. I don't work Sundays or Wednesdays. So all
0: right, yeah. We but can, like, because I can. I probably won't be recording many podcasts. Like,
1: especially with that, that would be like, w- if it's just you, you don't really need that.
0: True. Well, I so
1: like that's if you get a guest on, you can have them re- uh, recorded on a Wednesday. I'll come over
0: at eight. And then fucking yeah, right, Wednesdays or Sundays. Yeah, dude, it's fun. Yeah, I love podcasting. Like, I, this is my this is my dream. This was like this is why I've invested all this money into this because I I'm not getting paid for this. Like, I don't think I'm ever gonna monetize this podcast. Like, I could. I no. think that
1: you should end up monetizing, like, the YouTube part of it, but then just leave the p- actual podcast and...
0: Yeah, I agree. Monetize YouTube to make the show. Uh, of course, yeah, that would be that would be smart. Because um, I could definitely make money off it. And uh, it's just, like, it's all about helping people. I don't even really... I, of course it's going to be entertaining. Like, we tell, like, entertaining stories, like... I've been through some crazy shit in my life, like, and I, I have so many stories that I haven't told, like, I've, I've, um, there was the time, like, the cops came up on me and my friend when we were in this park, and, like, this was, I, I was, like, 16 years old, I had just gotten my license, and I had snuck out of my house, like, I'd been sneaking out of my house for, like, months, and then finally I got caught, and yeah. it was so bad, and, like, that, I'm not even gonna talk about it, I'm just gonna leave it there, like, like, I have so many other stories. Like, dude, it's just, like, it's been so fun. Like, I just got all these different things I could say. Like, it's, like, really what it came down to is, like, I was at UVM and I was like, shit, like, I need somewhere to express myself.
1: Yeah. See, it's just podcasts are a great way to just get everything off your chest. Like, Literally. You, th- you think and talk. And, like, it just, I just, like, there's one moment where I vividly remember. It was with two people in a in a Discord call where we started talking at, like, 11.30. And while we were playing games before that with a few other people, everybody else got off and we stayed. And these are two people who were like, I'm, I'd consider them my friends, but they're not, like, be- like my best friends. Like, I wouldn't hit one up and be like, yo, you want to go get lunch sometime? Yeah, I got it. Like, if I see them out in public, I'll be like, yo, what's up? But I'm not going to, like, go out and, like, reach out to them to hang out. And we literally we had I would consider it the deepest conversation that I've ever had with anybody, and it was with two people that I barely ever have talked to, and it's like it doesn't matter who it is; it's just having like this, like being in a position where you can just talk is so beneficial for people.
0: I've heard that. Um, yeah, ready? I got one for you. I've heard that with like hitchhikers, when uh people pick up hitchhikers, the first like. The first like two hours of like a two and a half hour ride will be like nothing but small talk, and then like by like the last like half hour, fifteen minutes, like people like start like confessing crazy shit.
1: Yeah, well, think about it. Like with hitchhiking, you're you're talking to somebody that you've never had any interaction with, and you most likely never will again. Exactly. Like, you can say whatever you want, whenever you want, and it's like. As long as it's not absolutely crazy, like what are they gonna do?
0: Um, I mean, I, this. Uh, I don't know. There's the Asian, I forget his name. It's the Asian dude that was on Joe Rogan's podcast with long hair. I feel like he, Steve Aoki. It might be that. I don't. I don't. I don't know his name. <laughs> I, I don't. I can't. I can't remember anything. I do I don't watch <laughs>
1: Joe Rogan. I just. Know. I don't.
0: I don't watch a lot of his podcasts either. I just watch like the clips of it, and um. I uh, no, not him. Him, he's an EDM I, DJ, I think. It might have been him. I don't know. He he uh he traveled the the U.S. hitchhiking, and he said like, dude, like people confess like raping, like people murder, and like the weirdest one was like one time like this dude let him sleep at his house. And the dude told him the next day after he finished driving him somewhere, he said, Yeah, I thought about raping you while you were sleeping. David Co. David Co., that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Bro, isn't that? Imagine someone saying that to you. That's I thought crazy. about raping you while you were sleeping. I was like, Uh, don't you dare. Don't. Like, How about you don't do that? Like, right? Like, what? <laughs> dude, I can't believe, like, someone would say that. It's kind of hard to believe. Oh, um, yeah. Yo, so let's get back to, like, the career stuff. Like I
1: just didn't know how much of that we ticked off. I, that's why.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. We just kind of be, like, talking and chatting. Yeah,
1: yeah. we're just flowing.
0: Um, The career is, like, my favorite thing to talk about because I love what I do for a living. I, I get paid to speak, and, like, my my main way is by being a therapist. My next way is through TEDx talks and through public speaking TED talks. I'm gonna make a whole platform for hosting public speaking events and whatnot because I wanna eventually have my own like record label. Yeah, and, like so it's like because I I already know like things are about to change big time, and uh, it's just like. People got to get with the times. And, like, the, we have to understand, like, censorship isn't going to be allowed. Like, we're no longer going to have satanic, satan, satanic Hollywood occult running the music industry. Not the time. I can cut it. You're good. What? Good night. Yeah, so, uh satanic hollywood occult uh people running the music industry and it's just like what like there's no way like we're gonna stand for this like they dude hollywood is like run by like the worst people on the planet yeah like it's so bad and like the whole like media dude like for so long i had been censored on my podcast and like all the all the shit going on, like I've been I've been hacked on my computers. I, excuse me, I've been I've been like literally blacklisted and like shadow banned, like censored, like everything. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, you, what are you gonna do?
1: You can't cancel somebody that doesn't care if they're canceled.
0: Like literally, like I'm I'm not gonna stop. Like it's
1: like um, do you know who Matt Rife is, the comedian?
0: I think I've heard of him. He
1: basically he made a um. I think it was like a uh, – he made some joke about, like, like women and, and – it was a kitchen joke, I think. Anyway, he, he's a comedian, and his, in, like, main audience is, like, females because they all just think that he's hot. And he made some sort of joke that offended a bunch of females, and everybody's trying to cancel him. And he literally said in one of his shows, like, how are you guys trying to cancel me when I don't care if I get canceled? And it was just, like, he, his attitude, he just doesn't care. Like, he's just going with the flow.
0: Literally, like, you, like, you can't cancel someone who doesn't care. Like, like uh, my, my most amount of views I've gotten in a month is, like, probably, like, I think I said, like, 360-ish. Um, yeah. And that was, uh, that was June. And then November was my second most popular month, and I haven't posted since September. You know why? Because people keep telling other people about my podcast by word of mouth. No matter how much you try to stop me, you can't. Yep. It's like impossible. Like I'm literally, you can't beat me because I'm so many moves ahead. Exactly. Like And I'm unpredictable, and they know it. I, I'm literally unpredictable.
1: Yeah, you definitely chose the right career path.
0: Thank you. Uh,
1: you adapt. I won't lie that I've heard multiple things uh, over the last like few years where people are like, "Oh, he's like he's spiraling. He's gone into some whacked up shit recently." And I've always just been like, "They don't." They don't like, know me. Yeah, it's always like no, it's the older, the older generation where it's like, well, they don't, you don't know, like that's a popular thing now. That's like something he can actually do.
0: Like literally, like dude, like I mean, it's like I studied neuroscience and psychology. I it's like I, I've studied esoteric wisdom. The word esoteric means, um, like, knowledge that is known by, like, a small... It's, like, niche knowledge known by a small amount of people. Like, not a lot of people know this, like, this stuff. And, like, it's, like, this is, like, the key, like, to the universe. Like, there's these things called the Hermetic Principles. Like, Hermes Trismegistus is, uh, like, like, one of the uh, carnations of Doth, the Atlantean priest-king, like, this is, like, from the emerald tablets from, like, some like Samaria and, like, like Kem. Um, like, this is, like, Egypt before Egypt is, like, Kem. Like, yeah. I think it's actually, like, Kemet. I think that's the proper name for it. And, like, literally, like, this is, like, dude, like, this is what I've been learning lately. Like, I'm going back, like, as far as I possibly can trying to figure out, like, why things are the way they are. And, like... I I've gotten, like, Billy Carson's been very influential in in my, like, in my studies, in my, uh, uh, like, adaptation of my beliefs and my evolution as a human being and as a soul on this incarnation. Like, I've come to realize, like, who I am in my past lives and who I am now. And when you combine all your past lives with your current life, you start to put a really good picture together of who you are and who you're supposed to be. Well, dude, most people don't even understand why they were put on this earth. They like and then they're trying to tell me I'm going down a bad path. I'm like, you don't even know what path you went down. That's how that's how bad the path was. Yep. Like you're trying to tell me what to do and I'm sitting here in my executive leather chair with my good friend jordan and we're recording a podcast and you're trying to tell me i'm doing something wrong and i'm like yo i haven't felt more in the right place in like a hot minute
1: yeah it's like for me i unfortunately i don't know if like what i want to do is i want to like my ideal like i was I feel like I was put on this planet to be some form of, like, management in a sports, like, any form of sports field. Where, like, any, like, this has been me since I was seven years old and I picked up NHL 11. And every single time I've gone into any sports game, I've always gone immediately into franchise mode, picked a team, and then, cust- like, I've built my team from that. I, like, find it, like, I just love, like, the contract side, the finances of it and all of that. And I, like, I, my ideal life is me being uh, inside of a front office of some professional sports team somewhere, and I need, like, that's what I'm going to college for, is I'm going to, for sports management, hopefully.
0: Really? I know someone who went to college for that same thing. I, what, do you want me to connect him with you? Because he I, went to college and he dropped out, but I, he might be able to give you information about that before you get there.
1: He might, yeah. I Cause mean,
0: I don't, I don't know what he, ha- I don't actually know what he has to say.
1: The thing with it is, sports management is it's a hard field to get into, but if you do get into it, you're set. Because, like, think about it. How there's not too many coaching things or stuff like that. Like, you're not going to get a front office job that pays lightly. But then again, you also need to get a front office job. Like, it's one of those things where if you can make it happen, you're going to be set. But it's also risky.
0: And then, dude, everything in life is yeah, a risk. Yeah.
1: But I'm it's doing, um, I'm this doing risk a risk
0: first reward. And like, you know, remember this if you don't capitalize on the opportunity, someone else will.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm doing a graphic design minor as well, which is literally that's my passion. That's what mm-hmm. I, it on, in all honesty, I would do it as my major if I didn't, if it wasn't an eight year. I just don't want to spend that much tuition on because it's not a job that's going to pay great. It's just what my passion is. So if because I don't know why graphic design is an eight year major, by the way, that's crazy. But if it wasn't an eight year, I'd probably would major in that. But like I think about it, I made the thing for you. I made all of my personal YouTube stuff. I made some of my friends' uh, designs for YouTube. It's why like, would
0: you, dude? Wait, you can't just get like an associate's degree in it.
1: Uh, I. <laughs> I would rather get a minor in it and then get a full degree in sports. It's just, like, I would rather get a full sports, like, a bachelor's in sports degree. All I have to say management.
0: for you, bro, this is, like, and I mean, this is coming from someone who literally, like, I, I, my, my, the way I view life is, like, it's, like, it's do or die, you live your dreams, or you're gonna die, like, making them come true.
1: Yeah. Like, I... I'm trying my, like, I feel like I've done a good job at making the best out of a shitty situation.
0: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So if you, if, let me ask you this. If money wasn't a thing, what would you spend your time doing? Because that's why we're in here right now. Like we talked about earlier with the creators and like, like the views and shit. Like that's why we're down here right now because I love doing this. And you're like, yo, wait, can I get on one? And I was like, let's get it. Yeah. And so now we're like, okay, what about, now I'm trying to ask you, like, if you had time, what would you go spend your time doing?
1: If I, if money wasn't a thing and I could do whatever I want, I can almost guarantee that 90% of the time I would be making it, I would be customizing my own sports team and then managing it. That is what literally, like, that is what I do in my free time.
0: Yeah, then you, you want to do the like, oh i, would, I right. would
1: be designing like the logos the jerseys all of that i would be doing that and then like signing all the players all of that stuff it's just like i don't know what it is but i have like a it's like,
0: yo. What if a, we like make like a make another hockey team in like the NHL? Like so, like when yeah, I, that's what
1: I'm like. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, right. the NHL games, they have the expansion mode where you can add a thirty third team to the NHL. That is what I love doing in the,
0: those games. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. I'm and, telling you, we'll, we'll make this happen. We'll make this happen. And
1: like, even if yeah, it's like, crazy. um, well, I was gonna say something, um, like. Yeah, it's. Oh, I can't remember what I was gonna. I was gonna go on something, but it's
0: all good, bro. Um, dude, this is like, dude, it's crazy because you probably you you can.
1: Oh, right, I remember now. Sorry, uh, you literally the, can. Yeah, I can. The it's a similar thing with like uh like fantasy sports, like fantasy football and things like you need like i'm big that's one thing that it's really useless for me but i'm really big into fantasy football like i spend all summer doing research on like the like okay this player is good against these teams these teams are good these teams are bad okay like how, how good is this player and how good is the value of him at this spot so, I literally, like, right now, I'm in first place in two of my fantasy leagues, and then the other one, I, like, my entire team has gotten injured, so I kind of suck.
0: Yeah, I got, I got a person to hook you up with who definitely would be down to do something similar like you're doing. Yo, oh my god, yeah, I got so many connections in this, <laughs> like, sports world that, like, want to do, like, business and sports and, like... Oh, dude, this is so crazy. I'm telling you, like, dude, I can see, like, I just picked, like, three people out of all the people I know who all have a similar interest and definitely would get along with each other.
1: No, yeah. It's literally, it's Mm -hmm. just, like, everything in my life, it involves, or not everything in my life, but, like, the things that I enjoy are, like, oh, okay, are either designing things and creating them, or it's managing the assets of something. (laughs) And it's just, like, I don't, I can go so far into it, and it's something that I actually could do and be good at. And, like, another thing is um, recently <laughs> I started watching, uh, this was, like, a year ago now, a little over, like, a year and a half, but I uh, I got really into F1. If I'm, I don't know if you're into that at all. Uh,
0: but, no, but I love driving, and cars are sick.
1: Yeah, like, I got a lot into F1. And I, like, started doing a – there's actually a podcast, F1 podcast called P1 Podcast with Matt and Tom that uh, I – that's, like – that's probably my favorite podcast that I listen to. Right now, That their videos are slim because I'm a – it's the off-season for F1, but still. Um, but, yeah, like, F1, there's so much – like, it's such a big business, and they're trying to expand it in the U.S. And there's, like, it's just managing – Again, F1, the thing that I like about it the most is the fact that every single team individually, like, they build their own car. Like, with NASCAR, all the cars are the same, and then they change, like, different parts of it. F1, there's, like, the basic regulations where you need to keep things within perimeters. Yeah, and then
0: once that... Within those
1: perimeters, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's so fun. But that's what I like about that is you have so much free creativity. It's It's what you need. Exactly. And, like... With that, it, like, that expanded into a love for karting. So I've been doing, uh, there's a go-karting league in Rentham, Massachusetts that I do with uh, a couple of my buddies that I've been, I've. that's where I spent a lot of my money <laughs> it, because it, uh, I spent, like, 900 on that over the course of the last Good couple of months. Good, bro. Dude, but, that's
0: right. Dude, that is, like, all I have to say is, like, you live once, you're young once, do, like, do the things, like, that make you happy and, like, the follow your dreams and your passions. Like, exactly. if you, if you really love doing something, like, go do it, because, like, those, the memory, it's, remember, it's the people and the memories you make with those people. Exactly. That's, wha- that's all you have. You have nothing more. Yep. Literally, you have nothing more. It's, like and the more I, the more I bring myself to this reality, the more I come to, like, be really at peace with the path that I've taken, because I understand, like, all the debt, all the, all the hardships, everything, like, all the, like, every, I've been through so much, and, like, I've, I've come, I've overcome so much, and it's just, like, damn, like, we're here, and we're doing a great job at being here. Exactly. You just got to make the best of what you're given. Literally. Yo, anything else you really wanted to talk about while we were on here? I don't think so. I think I'm good. I feel, I feel like this was, like, really good. like Nice almost two hours? Yeah, we're at an hour and 50 minutes, about. So I'm really, really thankful for you coming on the podcast, and even more everyone go check out mind tricks M I N
1: no, M I
0: N d t r i x x i'm sorry it's like 10:30 and i've been up for like pfft, only like 17 hours not that long <laughs> wait, no. wait i went to bed at i went to bed at like 1 last night and then i woke up at a i got 5 hours of sleep last night woke up at 6:39 and it's ten twenty nine. So yep. yeah, it's like 16, 17 hours. About. I went to bed at Something like
1: that. I went I to bed know. at six a.m.
0: yesterday. Jesus! Oh yeah, because you edited, t- dude. I, uh, I-, I
1: sent him the files. For, so I last night <coughs> I sp- I was editing the two of the files. He sent me them at like one thirty, and I sent them to him at like four. I think it was like four
0: forty five, four thirty. Yeah, you said you see, homie sent me. Yo, let me, let me actually look this up, because this was, like, hilarious. I, when he sent me these podcasts back, I actually couldn't believe, like... <laughs> I was just like, uh, yo, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, at... Yeah, 3.01 a.m., sorry. So
1: it was a little earlier than I thought, but still.
0: No, that's when I... Yeah, 3.01. Yeah, I sent him the podcast at, like, 12.30 like, 12 o'clock, and at 3 o'clock in the morning, he sends me back, and he's like, yo, dude, I I'm you done. think sent them to me at 11, actually, now that I think about it. It was something like that. I didn't go to bed until, like, 12, because I had to wait for my laundry to finish. It was right, a long night. Yeah. It was a long night. All right, everyone. Well, I am so grateful for everyone who decided to listen to this whole podcast. I sent him at 11.38. He edited two, like... One two hour podcast and one hour long podcast. No, it wasn't an hour. One like
1: one w- one was twenty minutes. The other was like an hour and fifteen. I think.
0: Yeah, so like you know, a couple good sized podcasts in like about two and a half hours. So like, you know, if you need someone to help you out, you know where to hit him up. I got you. Don't He's worry. on Discord too. I'll I'll put the links in the description i'm really grateful for you jordan i'm really grateful for all you listeners you lights out there keep doing what you're doing be your indigo so indigo souls your star seeds the people who are bringing out the love the positivity and most importantly the knowledge that we need we need consciousness in this world we need to bring people to an elevated state of being to a high level to a level where they can interact with the people who are actually trying to better themselves and not letting other people bring them down we got people like jordan's mom and jordan's dad who are honestly a mess and then we got people like jordan who are trying to make their way out of this mess and make something of himself. And if you're like Jordan right now, I'm telling you don't stop. I've been through it, he's been through it. It gets better. It does. I'm telling you it will get better and I promise you like whatever you do this like stay strong and what what, what out of the three things, top 3 things you can do, name them to stay strong.
1: Stay strong. Go to the people you trust. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, Find your comfort or find a comfort place. Find somewhere that makes or you feel safe, and try and put yourself out there. Make sure you gotta try and find experiences that will help you take your mind off everything.
0: You heard it. All right. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a blessed rest of your day, and have a great night. See you.